What's up, everybody? Ron Carter here. You are listening to Ecom Billionaires Podcast. I am so pumped to have you on. Today, I want to tell you guys a story about stories. Actually, I know I've been talking a lot about storytelling, but I actually want to give you guys the eight uh, turning points of conflict in a story. And, and um, this is something that I've mapped out from Expert Secrets, and I just want to fill you guys in on it because this is the backbone of all of my storytelling from here on out. It's what you see in all of major motion pictures. Um, if you watch any of the Avengers movies or any awesome movie, it basically follows this same script for, of, of the hero's two journeys and how to actually map it out. And so that's what I want to talk about today. And uh, I'm going to cue the intro, and then we're going to get right into it. What's up, everyone? I'm Ron Carter, and I'm part of an underground movement of entrepreneurs who pride ourselves in giving value over making the sale. We put our message out to the world and let the people we can help come to us. We keep our nose to the grindstone because we know that every piece of content we publish is like a beacon of hope for the people we aim to serve. Unlike traditional marketers, we don't build complicated systems or funnels for the main objective of getting the sale or cheat by starting off with big piles of venture capital cash. Instead, we provide value, solve problems, build relationships, and most importantly, we empower others to do the same. We focus on contributing rather than converting. We're not in this game just to make money, but to make a difference. We build lifelong fans who we can serve over and over again. You're listening to Ecom Billionaires Podcast, and we our future billionaires. All right, I'm so pumped to bring this to you guys. Um, once again, I'm Ron Carter, and you're listening to Ecom Billionaires. And today, we're going over the eight questions, the eight questions that you need to know to be able to tell a perfect story. If you know these eight questions, you will be able to take any story, any subject, any point that you're trying to get across to somebody, you'll be able to uh, give them a live example that enables them to use their imagination to, uh, it's just, it's so awesome. Um, You know what? Let me just tell you a story real quick. Um, And and I'm going to do a fast one where I kind of go over these. And, uh, so I'm going to give you a, an example of a good of a bad story and a good story. And it's going to be the same story. So, okay, here is a bad example of me telling this story. And this is a true story uh, about my past and about how I ended up selling online. Um, it's funny because I just realized right now, okay, what, what story am I going to tell? Started going through my Rolodex of stories in my head and, and, and honed in on one that's good for this. Okay, so this is the story of um, of how I went from uh, just being a a guy that's working his minimum wage job uh, to somebody who's trying to help other people market online. And mind you, I'm already in the bad example right now. So yeah, so I, I basically I was working this job and uh, wasn't paying that much money. And so I didn't like that. And I started learning how to make money on my own. And so I started making money online. And now I use ClickFunnels to be able to do it. And I I, I make uh, enough money to be able to pay my bill. And I'm trying to help 
other people uh, do the same thing. Um, so yeah, and I've been doing it for a year and a half. And as you can see, this is not very engaging, right? Um, so let's get into like how to tell this story correctly. I basically gave you all the main points. I could have went on and on and on with that and started filling in details and little spots, thinking that it makes the story better, but it doesn't. This is the mistake that everybody makes. They, they get the main point out, they get what they're excited about, and then when they see that they're losing the audience, when people's eyes are starting to glaze over, they just start trying to hit them with you know, important facts and other info, like as if some extra logic is gonna get them to, to like be emotionally excited. That's just not how it works. You have to tell a story that's emotionally exciting. And to do that, we have to ask these eight questions. And uh, like I said, before I go over the eight questions, I'm gonna give you a good example um, of what I'm talking about. So, you know, when I first started uh, marketing online, I was nowhere where I'm at right now. Um, like, and just to kind of fill you guys in a little bit, instead of telling you about exactly where where I was at when I started marketing online, I'm gonna tell you a little bit about where I was at before that. Okay, so like the year before I, I made my first sale online and my first sale was uh, using a platform called Shopify. And that's a platform that we use to be able to sell physical products. It basically allows you to create a website really quick like a, just basically a storefront. So you can sell some stuff. You can put pictures up, uh, you can source your products. Um, I was even selling products that I didn't even have. I, was, I had it set up so that um, it basically, every time somebody ordered a product, uh, the order would go to the manufacturer and then the manufacturer would ship the product to the person who bought it from me. And then, uh, yeah, so that's called drop shipping and that's what I was doing. Uh, but before I started doing that, I was, working this minimum wage job that was barely paying the rent and I was basically working overtime like through the majority of my life you think working 40 hours a week a lot is a lot like imagine working an extra eight hour shift on Saturday and then an extra eight hour shift on Sunday and then you work a whole nother 40 hours Monday through Friday and then you work another eight hour shift on Saturday and take Sunday off that's what I was doing. I was working like, I think it was 19 or 20 days straight, taking one day off and then doing it all over again. And spending that one day with my girlfriend, spending like, you know, three or four evenings out of the, um, throughout the week uh, with her and uh, just watching Netflix at every moment in between, just to kind of like feel okay about my life just by escaping, you know? And it was just not happy like like netflix and like all of my escapism through uh content um really just allowed me to just settle and uh i got tired of it i was listening to podcasts all day while i was at work and my job was really physical so i was delivering linen and uh, in a hospital delivering like the clean blankets and sheets but like when you think oh, like oh, that doesn't sound that bad it wasn't like i had a little tiny cart it's a huge linen cart filled with hundreds of pounds of linen and um and i would end up delivering around like eight or nine of those throughout the day to uh all the different nursing areas so i'm basically lugging this heavy thing around all day and so I started testing things. I started trying different things. Like I was listening to podcasts all the time uh, while I was at work because, you know, I didn't really have to talk to anybody to deliver linen so I could have one earbud in or, or an AirPod in and just listen to stuff. And I was listening to comedy for a while. 
And then when I realized how comedians were making their money, that they didn't have to go to school, all they had to do was just go to an open mic and do it. I realized like, whoa, this is like something that I can just go do. And if you're good enough, if you hone your skills enough, then people will want to start booking you for places or just asking you to open for them for free. And this is what can lead to you eventually getting paid. And I was like in shock and awe over it. Like this, this is how all these people are making their living and they're doing exactly what they want to do. And they're not doing this bullshit that I'm doing. And, um, and I fell in love with it. And I was listening to every comedy podcast that I could while I was at work. And most of that was because I just had the time. Like, I'm at work already. Like, I might as well be learning something instead of just listening to music. And I was, like, dissecting their jokes, listening to their... Most, most importantly, I was listening to their stories of being on stage and the lessons that they learned that came with that. And uh, until eventually, I, you know, worked up the balls to actually get on stage myself. And, uh, you know, I did a few open mics. Um, I think I only ended up going on stage once. Uh, I recorded the set. It was like a five-minute set. Um, pretty bad. Got a few laughs. And, and I recorded it with all the ambition to keep going. And then something happened, like, very shortly after that. Uh, somebody approached me, and, and uh, it was actually a friend, and they asked me to do uh, some modeling right they said hey man um uh, you know i do modeling on the side and there's this fashion show that's up in beverly hills it's in it's in this huge mansion uh, actually he didn't really say me that he just said it's a fashion show in beverly hills uh one of the models fell through and the uh, designer that you know makes the jewelry that i'm going to be wearing in the fashion show asked me um if i know anybody who's clean cut tall in shape um uh that could uh, take their place and you were the first person that came to mind and I said yes I would love to try it I'd love to do it and in my mind I thought like I'm gonna show up I'm super in shape and they're just gonna love me and, and they're gonna want to pay me to like be a model with them and I thought it was like being signed as a as like I thought it would be like being signed like I'd show up and they'd be like oh this dude's perfect let's pay him let's um invest some money into him buy his gym memberships uh, and and everything and when I got there, I saw that I was sorely mistaken. And I saw that it's like everybody, it's just like being an actor or being a comedian. You have to grind and put your time in and develop relationships. I didn't even have an Instagram account at the time. Um, like I did, but I didn't even remember the handle of it. Like ridiculous, right? So I went to that fashion show. We didn't get paid. I thought we were getting paid. I was like, yeah, like I'm like my first gig as a model, but you know, I realized that we were getting paid in exposure. And that's something I didn't really understand then. And so basically what I'm getting at is like, I was open and willing to try anything to get myself out of this, what seemed like modern day slavery at, at this day job. Um, and uh, so I started pursuing modeling because it seemed like uh, something that I could do. Kind of a mistake, actually a big mistake now that I noticed it. Uh, like doing stuff because I think that it might work um, is what leads to me feeling like work. It's, if it's something that I'm not passionate about that I can just do forever for free, then it's going to feel like work sooner or later. Um, and that's a feeling that I'm trying to escape from. That's why I'm not applying for better paying jobs in the hospital because I know that I can get hired in different positions with more responsibility, but it will probably mean less time to pursue my actual freedom. You know, like that extra money that comes with those new positions comes for a reason, 
right? They all have cell phones. They're all getting contacted at home. They have beepers. Like, I don't want any of that. I want my time to be able to pursue what I need for my freedom. So I stayed at the minimum wage job because at 3.30 when I get off, guess what? I'm off no matter what, you know? So that way I can pursue what I need to pursue. And so I was pursuing modeling, like taking my own pictures, learning how basically to be my own photographer because I couldn't afford uh, cameras. And But uh, anyways, uh, you know what? I'm going way, way deep with, uh, with a lot of these details. But what matters is like, I had this desire for change, for transformation. Like I wanted to be something better than what I was doing. And I was willing to taste and do anything to get there. And, uh, and one day all of my modeling progress got, came to a screeching halt um, as I was crossing a street right in front of this hospital that I worked at. Smack, I got hit by a car. And I literally was pinned to the front of the car for around like 20 feet or so because the guy had no idea that he hit me. He actually accelerated into me and kept accelerating. I could tell because I was pinned to the hood of the car, um, luckily, instead of under it. Uh, Like my my hip and my right leg were like right in front of the center of the bumper. And I was like sideways, like I got hit on my right side. And um, and I kind of like curved around the hood and like my head hit the windshield and my upper body and shoulder and right arm were like on the hood in this weird like wrapped around way and then for like 20 feet and uh like I couldn't move at all like because I was just stuck to the car and then he let off of the gas and I felt the engine like rev down and as soon as that happened that's when I went flying because he let off the gas and then he hit the brake and so I went flying like a good another 20 30 feet I ended up around 50 feet from where I got hit from the crosswalk that I got hit in and this put a screeching halt to everything. I had to go to physical therapy. I couldn't work anymore for around a couple months because my job is super physical. And luckily I had a bunch of vacation time. So I had to use all of my vacation time to go to this physical therapy. And we we're all going off this insurance. And I, and I thought I was gonna get this big settlement. And I'm like, yes, I can use this settlement to model. I can use the settlement to get uh, pictures and, and all that good stuff. And uh, Within a few months of going through the process, we learned that the guy only had liability insurance, which means that there was no big payout. There was a payout coming, but the payout that I ended up getting didn't even cover um, all my lost wages. Like, yes, I was still getting paid for those two months, but that's only because I was actually burning my vacation time. And so I used up all of my vacation time, all of my sick leave, and it was around $8,000 worth of it. And uh, my settlement itself is only six grand. So it's like I didn't even get reimbursed for the stuff that I lost, let alone uh, payment for like damages, uh, health care. Like, of course, like like I got six grand, my lawyer got six grand and my doctor got six grand. And luckily, like I had around eight thousand dollars worth of medical bills already accumulated. But, you know, I was expecting to have more because I have a Baker cyst in my knee, might need surgery on it later on. It's been hurting off and on all throughout the year when I'm super active. So I know it's still there. I'm gonna need to get it taken care of. And that's why we were asking for the uh, the $100,000 settlement that we were expecting. And at the time I thought 100K, like that's life. I mean, it is life-changing money, but it's like, if you don't know what to do with it, you're just gonna burn it and spend it. Make, you know, if you're lucky, you pay rent for a long time, you know? And uh, so really this was a big blessing 
in disguise, me getting hit by this car and not getting that settlement. Because it put me into this mode where I realized, like, I have to figure out a way to turn this six grand that I am getting into the actual money that I need for my freedom. And that's when I started looking up ways to make money online. That's when I really started, like, driving towards what I'm doing right now, like, full throttle with a passion. And that's when I found Shopify. That's when I found how to make money online by drop shipping. And, um, and I started studying as much as I could. And I and I got started as soon as I got my settlement. And um, I ended up burning through almost all that money, right? Uh, trying to learn how to market, trying to learn how to sell. And it's funny because when I got through all of it and I couldn't afford to buy any more just BS ads to any like products that were kind of pretty much garbage, really, just to be 100% honest with you guys and flat out. Um, and uh, as soon as I spent all that, I actually found my mentor. And my mentor showed me how to market correctly, how to like affiliate market and recommend products that I actually use and love to people and, and how to grow my brand and, and most importantly, how to give value. And, and, and that he taught me that it's not about the sale at all. It's not about the money. It's about helping solve somebody else's problem. And like when I found him, like I just had this huge epiphany because as he's telling me this, I'm thinking that's exactly what you're doing for me right now. Like I haven't even paid, I signed up for a free trial for something under you and you're giving me all this access and all this information and all this training and, and you're willing to go back and forth with me and communicate with me in the group and, and help me through my, uh, with my progress and, and give me funnels and, and everything and help get me started. Like this is exactly what I needed. Like it was so like so valuable like the time that it that 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 i found him and that it came it's like like the stars like really aligned for that to happen and and i just took that same drive that i had with trying to figure out how to make money and i just like went head on into what my mentor was telling me and of course i made mistakes along the way my ego came in and tried to like you know, that like I started to get some results and then my ego showed up and was like, oh, we could just get those same results if we do this, just like this, this and this. Started making my own plan and, and not doing what my mentor said. My progress slowed down. And um, but, you know, then I, I reevaluated that. And, and that's when this podcast became a daily podcast. And, and now, um, you know, my results are, are snowballing again. And um Basically, through this whole process, um, you know, I learned how to sell. I learned how to market. I learned how to make my money online. And, and now, instead of just trying to make money online so I can find my own freedom, my goal is to help you guys find yours. Because nothing makes me feel better than like waking up when I get a message on, on Facebook Messenger from somebody that I've never even met or communicated with. And they tell me about a podcast episode that they listen to that's like, you know, that completely changed the game for them or that they're so grateful for the value that I'm putting out and that um, or that like my story inspires them to like keep moving forward and taking action. Like, like I get those every now and then it's not daily, not yet, but just those messages alone inspire me to keep going and to keep providing as much value as I possibly can to you guys. That's my message now. That's like what my life is about and I wouldn't have it any other way. And um, that's how you tell a good story.
it's the same story the first story that I told and that that one was a little bit longer but you know I could have made it shorter I could have taken out all these extra details and and still went through these eight main points so now I'm going to go over the eight the eight main points so if you guys are somewhere where you can get your notebook out um take some notes uh like for real you want to write these down like I'm serious uh if you want to be able to tell a story like that like I that story was not written down at all it it is my story it's what happened but me being able to tell it in that way me being able to tell it in a way that gets you emotionally excited and move from this turning point to that turning point as well as keep it chronological um it all comes from me being able to answer these eight questions literally they're written down on my whiteboard and i was just looking at them as i was talking to you so um super valuable stuff right here so the first question the first the first one is the backstory. So I'm gonna uh, read a little bit of expert secrets right now because it's where uh, I'm getting this, and this is where a lot of my mentor got his stuff too, because um, I see a big correlation as I'm as I'm reading through. So your backstory is what is your backstory that gives us a vested interest in your journey? Um, and uh, okay, so number two is your desires. Um, so real quick though, just about the backstory, it's important, your backstory is so important. And, and when you're telling the backstory, it's important not to just give facts. It's important to give, um, like through all of these, when you're describing situations, it's important to give uh, your feelings, how you were feeling at certain uh, times. As you're describing a situation, you notice how I went into like detail with like how I'm talking and just, just so you can feel how I was feeling at that point in the story. That's the whole point. Me feeling lost and like there's no hope and I don't know what, like that was the whole point of me describing all the comedy and describing uh, like, like me going, doing stand-up comedy, doing the modeling. And, and that way when, when you know what I was striving for and I get hit by that car and I'm physically injured, you understand like how that completely took me out of the game and reset everything to zero and how crushing that was you wouldn't understand it as much if I just said yeah I was doing this for a while and I was hustling doing that then I got hit by a car and it made it made everything stop but when I go through all the detail and go through like uh like the pain and the progress and um you know uh in the realizations that I had when I was realizing that it's going to take more than this and you're going to have to apply yourself and just do this and, and then I put my head down and do it so that's just so you know like whenever you're answering any of these questions and you're describing any of these situations it's important to describe how you're feeling because we're doing this so that the person that we're telling the story to can get in the same um state like the same vibration that we were in when when this was happening to us um i like to think of that last thing that i said almost like tuning forks like when you smack one tuning fork and and you're holding it and it's it's sitting there vibrating it's like and then you hold another one next to it, they both start vibrating. You know, they both start doing it together. Um, That's what we're doing. And and that doesn't happen by giving facts. That happens by expressing emotion and and letting their imagination um, start to perceive that emotion as they're perceiving the story in their head. So the first thing is the backstory, all right? And the second question, 
is your desires? What is it that you want to accomplish? And there's two parts, two uh, desires, right? So you have your A, your external desires. And so here's the question for that. So yeah, two has two questions actually. Uh, so your desires, there's the external and the internal. And so for the external, the question is, what is the external struggle you are dealing with? B is the internal. What is the internal struggle you are dealing with? And so mine was like making money uh, and, you know, not paying rent. My internal struggle was my freedom and um, me wanting to be free and live a life that I love. And so then we hit the wall. What was the wall? This is number three. Uh, what was the wall or problem that you hit within your current opportunity that started you on this new journey? And just so you know, so far, the backstory, number one, that helps us identify with the character. So two, the desire. Our desires, what this does is it actually propels the story forward. Because when you just have a character, you have a character. You just describe somebody. Great, okay. Like they can just move on. But when you, when you give the characters desires, they start to feel those desires as well. It propels the story forward. It makes it make sense why you start to go do stuff and, 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 and move towards that wall. Um, a lot of times we think that the desire that the character has is what creates um, the emotion in the reader. And that's not true. The desire just pulls the story forward. The wall, the thing that gets in the way, the problem that we hit, um, this creates conflict, all right? And the conflict is what creates emotion for the entire story. That's what gets them just so wrapped up that they have to finish it. And that's what we want. So uh, number three is the wall. And number four is the epiphany, all right? So all of this so far was just to get them into the same state that we were in before we had the epiphany. And like my epiphany was when I met my mentor and I realized how much money we could actually make uh, affiliate marketing and doing it the right way by, you know, making, recommending products that we actually love and use. That way we can help people, um, you know, use them. We can help people do the things that we're already doing and make money doing it. And we end up creating lifelong fans that actually love what we do. And, and we end up building relationships and we end up getting so much more than just sales. Um, and so like if I just said that straight up like that you guys would be like okay cool but when I give you all the context and the backstory in this order it, it makes you have that epiphany on your own see that's that's the important part here and uh so after we give the epiphany um or the epiphany what was the epiphany you experienced a new opportunity that you discovered so that's the question that we're answering for that so um, after we get all that down, the next uh, the next question, question five, is the plan. What was the plan you created to achieve your desire? So um, remember back to question two, that's where our desire um, was stated, right? So we have our desire that, that's propelling the story forward, then boom, we hit the walls. You know, the wall stops us um, from moving forward, and then we have an epiphany, and the epiphany is is like us realizing that there's a way to get past this wall and as soon as we have the epiphany um every time that we have an epiphany about something it's always followed with information gathering 
as soon as we realize something is awesome or that we love this or that we love that the first thing we do is google it we start to look for more info on it we start to see if people that we know know about it if they like it if they use it too um then that's when we start to discover little tips and we start to discover uh ways to actually do things to take action with our epiphany so we have our plan right and uh the plan what was the plan you created to achieve your desire so Question six is the conflict. So the conflict, what did you experience along the way? So we have our backstory, number one. Two, we have our desires. That's propelling the story forward. Uh, number three, we hit that wall where we're stuck in some way, shape or form. And then four, we have the epiphany of how to get past the wall, right? So what what is that? And then five, we have the plan. You know, okay, what plan? Did we develop from our epiphany and then number six is the conflict what in conflict what conflict did you experience while basically implementing the plan and seven is the achievement because uh okay what was the end result that you achieved and number eight last but not least is the transformation what was the transformation that you experienced and so the transformation, like in my story, you know, uh, my desires were to make money online and, and to like quit my day job. And I had an internal desire of, of freedom, right, for myself. And by the time I get to the achievement, I achieved that, right? And, um, but the real transformation is me realizing that now that's not even my goal. My goal is to help other people find that freedom for themselves as many as I can, as many as I possibly can to give them the value that they need to be able to move forward with their ideas and their dreams and make them a real tangible thing in their life. That's that's my goal. Um, and it didn't start off that way. So so that's the transformation the story leads to from a character that's trying to do something to the character's essence and when you tell it right you identify with their essence you identify with the best parts of them and this is what increases uh um the fact that they like you know you and trust you and it makes it way easier to sell stuff so i hope you guys got some value out of that i know it was a lot of a. Uh, a lot of like actionable in, like intel in this episode, but I wanted to bring uh, something really solid to you guys because I know I've been talking about the storytelling stuff for a while. So I wanted to really be able to give something to you guys that you could listen to, write these notes down um, and start using them in the stories or in the posts that you're already telling and that you're already posting and just check out um, the response rate. So I hope you guys got some massive value out of that. Um, yeah oh and by the way uh i haven't talked about this for a while on the podcast um but uh the five core components to a successful business um is available again just so you know it's always been available but i haven't been promoting it for a while just because of the fact that i had to switch my autoresponders out i had to switch out the the email messages that that uh delivered the course and so now I have it all up and running again. If you guys want to learn the five core components to a successful business, just just visit affiliate solutions.info 
slash start. So affiliate solutions.info slash start. It goes over picking your niche, developing your perfect customer avatar. I even give a free guide, a workbook that will show you exactly how to do that. That's like in the second or third email. Um, and it includes other resources, YouTube videos, examples of my perfect customer avatar. You can actually see my whiteboard and see what I look at and what I have on there every day for that. Um, I go over how to build your list, um, how to like build your brand and build you as a business, how to uh, start building relationships with your with your email sequences. Um, and last but not least, how to monetize, like how to tell stories that sell. And, and, and how to do it as an affiliate and how to do it with your own products and, and how all of this ties together. So if you guys are interested in this, if you got some value out of that, epi- out of this episode, please uh, share this episode. Um, check out the five core components for a successful business. Hope you guys are all having an awesome weekend. Peace. Thank you guys for checking out the episode. Thank you for listening. I'm super appreciative. And to show my appreciation, I actually developed something for you guys. For any of you guys who are interested in learning how to get laser targeted leads to all of your offers without having to spend a dime on advertising, I put together a course to teach you exactly how to do that. And it's absolutely free. That's right. Absolutely free. I want to help you guys out. And so in this course, it actually goes over the five core components for any successful online business, whether it's affiliate marketing, whether you're selling your own products. These are the five things that no matter what you're doing, what you're selling, what service you're providing, you have to do these things. If you do these five things, you will be successful. And I'm going to list them off for you. Uh, The first thing is picking the right niche. Uh, developing your perfect customer avatar for that niche so you know exactly who you're selling to, Uh, building a list, and then relationship building, building your brand, Um, uh, and monetizing it. It, It's pretty simple. Um, Of course, there's a lot of things that go into that, and that's why I put this together. The course is all uh, given by email, so you don't have to uh, worry about watching videos or all that stuff. You'll just get an email every day. going over the lesson and uh, also giving you extra free resources and other stuff and other recommendations. Um, A a lot of great stuff. Uh, So yeah, just to get started, uh, head over to affiliatesolutions.info slash start. And one more time, that's affiliatesolutions.info slash start. Or you can go to the uh, description of this episode and you will see a link for it there. Can't wait to get started with this, and I hope you guys are all having an awesome day. Take care.